Does it sound familiar? Do you think that they've been planning this for more than a couple days? What's next? Our great civilization has come upon a moment of reckoning. They already took your free speech. They already muzzled you. The wealthy got super wealthy. This is not about freedom or personal choice. Number one bullshit guy. He do the wee woo wee woo. And the average everyday American got used as a pawn in their sick little game. I'm telling you right now, you're a slave. You want to know what the biggest problem is in our country? You're an inconvenience to all of these people. Welcome back to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Oltman. I'm like wide. I don't know what, I feel like like I'm gaining weight when I when you go the wide. No, version. it's just, it, you just, you get to use it, your arms now. It's like, no, but it's wide. Like it doesn't, it feels like it's stretching me out because I'm not this heavy. I feel like I'm heavy in this picture. <laughs> <laughs> we, we are going to have a great, great broadcast today. And this is the first broadcast that we you feel are. Better? You feel better? You're skinny no, now. No, I'm not skinny. There's something wrong with the picture. Okay. <laughs> Um, but we are actually live on Frank's Beach. We're live on Frank's Beach? I believe so. I'm checking, confirming. We are live on Frank's Beach. And so um, if you're joining us on Frank's Beach, um, welcome to the Conservative Daily Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about, um, we're going to be, sorry, we're not going to be talking about, we're going to be talking with Brendan Witt, who, by the way, if you don't know who he is, he, he's a hockey player. He was a professional hockey player. He was a defenseman. He played for the Washington Capitals, Nashville Predators, and the New York Islanders in the National Football League. Or excuse me, National Football National Hockey League, which is kind of like football without the pads and a puck that goes at you at 300 miles an hour. Because he have to go in front of the traffic. Look what I do. <laughs> why why you got to add that? Why you got to add that? <laughs> it's not the same. But, but here's a man that literally does not have to stand up or say anything, and he's going to talk to us today about American values and the erosion of freedoms and – and frankly, he has a different perspective because um, he's Canadian, but uh, so he gets to see both sides. So without without any fur thing further, let's uh, let's go ahead and uh, bring Brandon to the. What's up, brother? Hey, how are you? Good to see you. Thanks good. It's good to me. see you. Yeah. Where, where are you now? Where where are you? Uh, where are you? Where are you coming to? I'm, this in, uh, I'm in this, I'm in the San Diego County area. Awesome. Behind enemy lines. <laughs> yeah, that is really behind any lines. That's like that's like uh, that's the California. It's kind of really difficult. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Difficult. But I've lived all over the country. Ah, jeez, uh, it's good. I think it's great because I get to fight on the front lines. Um, so we've been here almost seven years now, and uh, I've seen the decline of it go down. Um, <laughs> it is a real shame, but you really see. How they've really attacked American values here in this state. This is like the proving ground of it all. Yeah, and I mean, it's you know, first they came for they they came for the First Amendment, made it almost impossible for you to speak out against some of the radical things that happened there. But then they came for the Second Amendment, and you know, made these uh, what are they called um, bullet uh, button things, so that you have to, to in order to remove yeah. To, and then they banned high capacity magazines. Um, I mean, they've just the, the attacks have just come over and over and over again um, against the freedoms of California, and people that aren't leaving California are literally feel like they're being held hostage. So I don't know, you know, maybe you could give us a little bit of of what's happening there, but there are definitely a lot of patriots coming out of California, like you. Yeah, a lot of people are a lot of people are um, are fed up here, and they've been fed up for a long time. Uh, there's people here that I know that have been fed up for 20 years and saying how bad it's been. Um, but I try to figure out what's going on since I've lived all over the country. I've had an opportunity to live on the East Coast, uh, you know, down in Florida a bit, up in Montana. So I've been all over to see uh, the heartbeat of the country. And here in California, I feel like the middle class is definitely getting squeezed so hard where it won't exist anymore. And it's wrong because it's against everything that America is about. We're about the middle class. We're about come from blue collar jobs and working and, and that true grit, the true American trip, grit and, and to succeed, you know? So I, I like that story about America. Yeah. So, um, 
this is funny. I don't know if you uh, have seen this picture. Mr. Producer, you want to put that picture, put the picture up? Um, so I'm ah. okay. Wait, told the crowd as he dusted himself off, according to Newsday. I've got to go play some hockey. I'm a hockey player. I'm okay. No big deal. And this is you bleeding everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, that's hockey. Come on. You never seen the movie Slapshot? Or, hey, uh, absolutely. Uh, Hanson Brothers and old time hockey, Eddie Shore, uh, Gordy Howe, Wayne Gretzky. Um, you know, I didn't, get, I, I didn't start in America. I started in Canada. I come from a place uh, called Saskatchewan, a small community, a farming community of 5,000 people. Um, and then my parents gave me their blessings because I was good at hockey. And I came to the United States uh, in Seattle to play in the Western Hockey League. And I was successful there and then was drafted and uh, was blessed to play a 14-year career. Uh, kids dream. That's why I say I played a kid's it's my dream. I mean, every kid, regardless of your sport, football, baseball, whatever, we all want to live that life. Yeah. And I feel like that is under attack. The last two years, what we felt, um, just that choice is not has been taken away. And I want my my grandkids to have that opportunity, like I did, or anyone to have that opportunity to dream and become what you want to become. This is the only nation that is allowed you're allowed to do that and come from whatever background. As long as you had a good work ethic and you drive hard and, and you took a little risks here and there, you know that was part of it. That that is the American dream. That's why so many people want to come here. You know that's my that's my take, and you know I. I could keep going on, so I'll let you talk. <laughs> no, no, you're the guest, so you're the one that's supposed to be speaking. But you, you've been on tour and talked at the Reawaken America tour, right? Yeah. And, and one of the things that you talk about is freedom. Yeah, exactly. Freedom. Freedom of choice, especially what this country stands for, the history of it. I, I like history and my mom, we, we used to joke all the time, um, she's originally from England and she came to Canada to become a nurse. And uh, she had this thing of, of, of England, you know, and I was like, well, the, the Americans sure kept them kicking back <laughs> to their island and she didn't like that. Um, but the history of this country, how they stood up against the British, you know, the biggest superpower to ever roam the ocean and, and, and say, uh-uh, not here, not now, not no more. No, it's pretty amazing. It's an amazing story. And uh, when I see statues getting ripped and stuff it, down, I get upset because I get it. All history doesn't have a pretty side. You know, we get that. We've learned from that. And that's just part of who we are. Every country did that, slavery. It was a terrible yeah. thing. Every country uh, has its own history, right? And, and some of that history is, is a black eye to humanity. Um, but I think you could argue that the black eye to humanity today has a lot more to do with what we're seeing with Black Lives Matter and Antifa. Um, that, that's become a blight on our society today because they, they literally are ridiculing and creating some sort of, uh, I want to say deviant, but it is deviant lifestyle and, and, and trying to get everyone to accept this evil way of life. And it, it, it is the fascism that they say that they're fighting against. And so I look at what we did in our history and we've been able to correct course correct those things but what about today i mean today we deal with vast majority uh, or vast amounts of this of this evil that now has permeated technology mainstream media and frankly this globalist environment that that is trying to consume who we are as a nation yeah no it's, it's everywhere on all fronts it's uh in the media it's in movies it's just in society all over the place it's infected everywhere um I, and i feel like it's upsetting, like, the Canada that I grew up doesn't exist anymore. The America you grew up doesn't exist anymore. It, it's, a, it's a weird time. It, 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 it's almost like you have to pinch yourself, like, really? Is this what's going on now? Like, I'm sorry, but men are men, and women are women, and men who think that are women shouldn't be in sports destroying what women have fought so hard for. It's a disgrace, the fact that we're even having a conversation. It blows my mind, like, where is the common sense and the intelligence? I'm not here to, you know, if I hurt your feelings, I'm sorry. But, like, with the way your thought process, I don't understand, and it doesn't make any common sense to me pushing transgenderism on children in schools. 
like teachers that are doing that, I find that a form of uh, child abuse, and, it, and and just with the masking and and what we've been fighting the last two years. So, and you have kids? Yeah, I I, I have uh, my kids are older. I'm, uh, but the fact that you know this cycle of this, if you want to call it grooming of young children, the whole thing. Um, th this is process has been going on uh, for a long time. Like you had uh, a big fan of Garrett Ziegler. We had him on the other day. Uh, I love this. He's a stud. He, he's love his, him. Yeah, total truth bombs, and he's been on point every time. You know, and I, I was, I, I saw a, a, a clip from 1999 just on the grooming technology of what Disney was doing to the law, how they could be prosecuted, how they were able to govern themselves in Florida. And that's disturbing. Like, you know, we've all been tricked and played on everything, it seems, even from these uh, radical vaccines, these shots, you know, that they want to give children and, and mRNA technology and, you know, the Klaus Schwab and, you know, the whole chip technology and, you know, all of a sudden Bill Gates is, uh, is a doctor. Give me a break. It's like, it's like when's theater over? Hey, so, uh, Brennan, you're breaking up a little bit. I don't know if it's a connection on your side. Can you disconnect and come back, uh, disconnect yep. it, and then re reconnect, if you would, please? Uh, we're getting some feedback, and people are saying that they're getting that feedback. So, uh, Mr. Producer, we'll just disconnect and bring it back. So, guys, the reason why we're, we're, we're going through this perspective is um, it, it is – they they, they want to say and, and when when uh, Brandon comes back when Brandon comes back we're going to talk a little bit about what he experienced when he was in in uh, Canada, but it's not your your senses have not betrayed you. I mean we are dealing with a vast amount of uh, nonsense. We'll call it nonsense. What's right is wrong and wrong is right, and they're trying to convince us that there's nothing to see here and that they've been doing this. So before we do, before we get back on, we're going to just do an ad read. This uh, podcast is sponsored by Air Medcare Network. If you live in a rural area that's hard to reach by road, if you hike or spend lots of time outdoors, health insurance won't always cover the cost of an emergency medical flight. And God forbid it ever happened to you. Um, but for as little as $85 a year, your entire household will be covered in case you ever need to be air medically transported. Um, and so the, the, the reason why I got this is because if I'm in a different state, you can also get a program where they'll fly you back to your home state so it doesn't become a burden to your family as well. So if you go to airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily, use promo code daily, um, you can also get a $50 e-gift card when you sign up today. Now, I do want to tell you that they have a, a uh, gift card that's an Amazon gift card, but we don't do business with Amazon. And uh, you know, we're going to be talking about a few of the things that are happening today. Um, we don't do business with Netflix either, and neither does three and a half million other Americans. Let's go ahead and bring Brandon back on. All right, you there? Yeah, sorry. All right, that's better. Yes. Good. It, it, they had to reset it through the system. So when you were growing up in Canada, did you have the Trudeau problem? Did you have the problem with, you know, anything that you're seeing in Canada? I mean, how, how your parents still live there? Uh, no, my, my, uh, both my parents deceased. Uh, it's okay. Thank you. It was a long time ago. Um, uh, just growing up, my, my grandparents were, came from Europe, you know, Eastern Europe. And, uh, I was always told as a young kid, don't be uh, a Bolshevik. Um, and what you see in Canada right now, um, is a, is, is a real shame that's happening to good people up there. I mean, the fact that you got all these Canadians, uh, with a trucker convoy, um, takes a lot. Canadians are very polite. Yeah, they are very polite. And, uh, but, but I mean, you see more and more Canadians that are standing up. I mean, I'm certain, do you have family that are still up in Canada? Um, yeah, I, I do. I have a brother I believe he's in British Columbia, but you know, you can't even go up there. So you, you can't, can't even get even, into the, you can't even get back into Canada. No, you have to go in a quarantine camp where they don't feed you. And, uh, you know, they kind of, it's like jail, but you have to pay for it. So you have to go into a quarantine camp and then, uh, can I ask you a, a medical question? Sure. Did you get the vaccine? No. What? No. God, <laughs> gave, God, God gave me an immune system. What, what, what? I knew you didn't yeah, get the no. vaccine, but I just wanted to say you can't get in anyway because you're not vaccinated. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, um, yeah, no, no way. Uh-uh. 
Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah we, we were going to have to have a talk offline if you told me that you got vaccinated, but I knew you didn't get vaccinated. So the last couple of days, we've, we've had a lot of things that we've talked about. And um, frankly, um, they just got rid of masks. So you heard about that, the judge. And you know, normally you would appeal that, but they're not even appealing that. So, and it, it's almost as if overnight people got this, this, uh, this little itty bitty bits of freedom back. And it, it, I see it kind of changing. Like there's a, there's a paradigm shift of people that are changing saying, hey, now I don't have to wear a mask. So you have the people that want to wear a mask, but the people that don't want to wear a mask. And, but a vast majority are not wearing a mask. So you, I don't know if you've seen some of the stuff that's happened with this, this uh, snake venom and some of the other things that we've talked about. But what do you think about all the rules and what's happening with the pandemic? Give me your thoughts on COVID-19. And- um, well, first of all, it was never a rule. It was never a law. It was just everyone played ball at the end of the day. And um, it's sad. A lot of churches shut down to get COVID money. Um, and then a lot of them, I uh, was speaking with uh, Mr. Jake, Kevin Jenkins, I believe his name is. Um, or, and he said that, you know, they just took a lot of money and then opened up these COVID. You know, who, who gives you a donut for an incentive to go get something that's good for you? You know, like the coercion to get this thing is, uh, you know, and the testing, it, it just, it's a sham on the whole of humanity. It's, it's really a, a shame, Joe. It really is. Really, if you look at it, the, the damage is done to children, to families, I, you know, old people, you know, that maybe got, never got their loved ones to see them and, and had, to, had to pass by themselves. That should never, that should never happen. You know, that's awful to do that to people. Well, and then, I mean, you see the stuff that's happening in Florida. You see the stuff that's happening at the border. Um, you know, I assume that you went through the process to become an American citizen. Yes, I did the uh, proper. I came on on a P-1 visa. Um, and then through there, I applied for a green card. And then another eight years, I... Uh, well, I, I waited because I was a little worried who was running the country. <laughs> um, I waited for uh, two terms of change. That never happened. It seemed like it went bad. And then, um, um, you know, the whole, I'm, I'm glad Trump ran. And then that I became a citizen and then voted in the last election that was stolen from everybody. So um, it was a process for me um, to want to be here and to stay here. Uh, but I'm so, thankful that I'm an American citizen for sure. So how do you feel about those people that just walk across the border and just given free everything? I mean, eight years is a long time. I mean, it's a long time yeah. to have to wait. And you, know, and you have to stay out of trouble. You have to be a good citizen. You have to prove a model citizen to become a U.S. citizen, become an American. And that's, that's, that's fair. It's not a lot. I don't like people that walk across the border. It's taken away from people that you know, or trying to feed their families and stuff. And, but then I also look at the flip coin that, you know, where are they coming from? You know, who's been preying on them? A lot of human trafficking going on. It's a big business. We're not going to, like, in the mainstream media doesn't want to talk about it, but it's a real thing happening. So I think that, I mean, it's, it's funny you brought that up because it's not just the, you, you know, I have a heart. I spent a lot of time in South and Central America, and um, I worked in different places like Guatemala, Nicaragua, uh, uh, Mexico, Panama, and you're right. I mean, there's a, there's a, it's, it's like a, it's an type of, it's an entire subculture of trafficking and abusing women and children. Um, and so I wish we could help everyone, but I just feel like that there, I'm tugged on both sides. One, I want to give everybody an opportunity. I want them to come here and have an opportunity. On the other side is, is that the, we're not getting those. Th- those are the ones being trafficked when they're trafficked through the border. We're, we're not yes. getting them that are coming here for that opportunity. And by not having a funnel, we, 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 we almost take away their ability to be um, productive citizens. But then we get the drug dealers and everyone else. Yeah, exactly. You know, if we had a secure border, you know, we, we we're having it. Um, you know, we need to seal that up properly. That's a responsible thing to do for everyone who's an American citizen and lives here. Um, it's about safety for their people. Um, and the fact that we have this Huge influx of, like you said, human smuggling, drugs, etc. Um, it's not good. It puts a lot of harm on on people here in America. So, so what's next? I mean, we we we're at this place. I always say we like to work the problem. 
So you're behind enemy lines in, in California. What are you working on now to, to help kind of solve some of these problems related to the, the, the rewriting of our history? Um, well, last week I had, you know him, you know Seth Keschel. I had him yeah. here in Vermont. Uh, and uh, we, uh, we had an event. And I had 150 uh, plus people. Uh, we had Judy Mikibitz also to speak. Um, and uh, he showed everyone the data. Um, and I, I think everyone kind of knew it was, it was cheated, it was fishy, it didn't seem right. But when he showed the true data just in San Diego County alone, um, I think people's uh, mouths dropped on the ground. So I think it was a good event for sure. Yep. Everywhere he's gone, he's brought the same news, right? And, and, and I've been in places where it wasn't so bad. And so he'd have to show the surrounding areas. And most of the times when we were in Texas, he's like, hey, it's not so bad here. But let me show you the surrounding areas of what's happening in the community. Yeah, yeah, he's, and he's good at explaining it, how, how boats are being moved around and how it's happening. Um, and then realize we, we have a unit party here in the United States of America. And um, you see actually really how it's been done. Um, so if anyone out there in your audience has the opportunity to see Seth, um, you should go see him. Um, I think he was in Michigan today. I think he, he's all over the place. He, he is a madman when it comes to traveling. He is just going here and there. And God bless him for um, doing what he's doing. He's uh, lighting the brush fires of liberty and truth. I love it. It's beautiful. Well, I, I, he absolutely is. And he's headed to Anchorage, Alaska on the 29th of, of uh, this month as well. And, and I know that because I'm going to be up there bear hunting. So I figured I'd drop in and, oh, and crash okay. his party. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. <laughs> Have you ever been bear hunting? No. Um, when I lived in Montana, uh, we had this big old bear that came by all the time. But I don't eat bear meat. I found I it. It was just a little, yeah, well, that's good. Well, I eat that. anything. I eat anything that I kill, right? So if I if yeah, I that, hunt it, I have that's to. That's how I am too. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you, hundred percent. I was the same way. So it's good. You have fun. Alaska's Alaska's nice. It's pretty. Yeah, up there. Well, I'm actually going up there fishing, and then if I get a bear, I get a bear. So oh, it's good more for fishing. You. Yeah, it'll be fun. So, so you've seen the stuff that's happening with, um, with Netflix and and uh twitter what, what are your thoughts on that what, what do you think of of elon musk i mean he's in he's in your end of the world and buying twitter um, what do you think of that um i mean is it a, I, i'm not on twitter i'm not, I'm not i either. remember when they first had twitter on 04 and i was sitting there and our pr guy or maybe it was 05 whenever they came out my pr guy said you should try this and i went what is it and he explained what it was and i was like who would care what I was doing this moment? You know, like, oh, I stubbed my toe. Like, why would I want to share that with anyone? I thought that was silly. But, I mean, I tried it. It's not for me. Um, this whole Facebook, we tried it as a family. Couldn't travel all over the place. Didn't care for it. But Elon Musk, I mean, it's maybe it's a good thing. I don't know. But you can please remember, everyone, that um, this man was putting chips in people's head, in, in, in chimpanzees' heads. So, uh, you know, I don't know what to think really at the end of the day. Yeah, you know, we're, we're, we're torn because they, they, you know, and I talk about this holistically depending on where you are, but it's, we, we support one thing till we find out something else and then we're like, whoa, wait a minute. And we, we, people start to follow people until they get to this place where like, well, did you know they did X, Y, and Z? Bill Gates, perfect example. Everyone held him up on a pedestal for, you know, the better part of two decades. And then you find out he's hanging out with Epstein. <laughs> Exactly. We don't know, right? What do we not know? We just always know like a little blip about people. I mean, I think it's good, maybe you know, for free speech since Twitter has attacked free speech so much. You know, and there are probably a lot of people that still use the platform. Um, if that's what his end game is, is to open it up for free speech because free speech has really been taken away by uh, tech companies. Um, you just say uh, something, and oh, you offended this this person, or you offended someone like that, and it's like. Well, I'm in America. At the end of the day, you shouldn't care what I think or what you think, right? We have that opinion, but we should able to also have a conversation about it. Nowadays, like, you know, like. We just lost, uh, you know, I think part of it is just his audio is just broken up. So hopefully he reconnects. Are we reconnecting and get him reconnected? 
Um, you know, I'm, I'm trying to go through and ask just a bunch of questions. I mean, he's in California. He obviously has the both sides. I want to see what his, his take is on, on all the things that we're dealing with. Um, and, you know, he, he has kids. And uh, when, when, when I got to first meet him, he was on tour at the Reawaken America tour. And he got up and just talked about American exceptionalism and the fact that America is just this great nation. And we've been able to do great things and give people a lot of opportunities. Is he back? Okay. Brennan, you back? Yeah, I'm back. I, I don't know what's happening. It just keeps your, your audio keeps <laughs> becoming a hot mess. <laughs> I live out in the boonies. <laughs> do you live out in the boonies? Yeah, I live out in the boonies. I live awesome. out. Um, yeah, it's good. It's good out here. It's a conservative area of California. We, there are main good areas here in California. There's a lot of good people here in California. There's a lot of good people in California. So, so what do you think about what we're dealing with holistically? I mean, I, we talk about the erosion of freedoms, and I, I talk about you know how to get that back. And you talk about what, what Garrett Ziegler's doing uh, per, personally. I mean, the things he's doing with Hunter Biden, you, you know, California is probably the breeding ground for stolen elections. How do we get back to that place? How do we get back to American exceptionalism? How do we get back to a place where we can honor the Constitution? Well, you have to have law and order first. I think that's been put aside, law and order. Um, laws aren't being enforced. Uh, people aren't doing anything. Um, just, you know, a lot of criminals are running around. I think you have to probably get back to, like here in San Diego, we have a, a sheriff seat coming up. And you have to look at who's who's more of a constitutional sheriff. Uh, Jonathan Peck here in, in, in San Diego County and Ramona here is... Uh, is looking good. He wants to follow the Constitution, and he believes in uh, family liberty and 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 the con you know just our rights, our God-given rights that we're given as as Americans. And I think that has to start also. I think people also think it's just going to happen. I think we all have to band together and and speak about this. This this is not going away. This is the pink elephant here that's sitting right there, and you know he's going to keep staring at you till you talk about them and we should just have the conversation and um it'd be okay We're, we'll get through this all together you know i think my fear is and I, and I say this quite often is that we've gotten to a place now where men need to become men they need to stand up women are what has actually saved us up to this point and men need mm -hmm. to start standing up and taking their god-given role um, yeah but you know my fear is that we're headed towards a path where violence is unavoidable not because we want violence, but because there's no consequences. And when you, when you run a society with no consequences, then the, the, the pain is the only thing people actually respond to when they can do whatever they want. Yeah, yeah I, I, I agree with you. And, um, you know, where has masculinity gone in the last, you know, 10 years? Um, where, why have men been, like, trampled on? We're men. You know, we, our heritage of being men is strong, Valor, standing up for what's right, and we need to get back to those principles and ask men, you know, if you care about this country, stand up, stand up together. We are strong together, all men. I mean, I I was raised, you know, farming community, so you know, I have that background of getting together and standing, and you know, that that that's how I was raised. Um, but you know, we got to toughen up. I mean, we, I mean, some of these people are like, oh. I can't fold my laundry for five days. Are you kidding me? Like, like, come on now. You're gonna get through it. It's not a big deal. Um, Having mental so, breakdowns over that. Yeah, I only yeah, have yeah. one sock. I only have one sock. Where's my other sock? Yeah, yeah freaking out about it rather than going and get another sock and just dealing with it, and it's not a big deal. It, it's, it's like the over exaggeration moment. You know, um, it, it's really hard because a lot of these kids, they've. A lot of kids now, they've been throwing electronics their whole lives. They don't know what dirt is and play and, you know, you know, remember being on a bike and skidding your elbows down to, down to the bone almost and, and having to go home and have to clean it off and deal with that. Um, I think we have to get back to, you know, just um, grinding it out, you know, and, and you know, if it, I hope it doesn't come to violence. You know, I, I feel like these oligarchs want it so easy. It's like a hockey game. We're in the third period, and we just got to grind them, grind them down. Just keep grinding them down because we won't go away. And you just keep grinding them down. It's like the uh, 
Lake Placid, you know, American hockey, when they beat the Russians, you know, they kept grinding the Russians down and they persevered. You, you have to have perseverance and strength and a work ethic. Stamina, yeah, and I agree with that. And I, I feel like they don't, they can't do it. You know, they're they're all high and tidy. You know, get Bill well, Gates and, is and they're and, and we we're seeing this massive lie. And so they are the big lie. They are the liars. They are the people that are doing all these bad things to our community while they're staring over here, going, "Hey, there's a conservative over there. There's they're they're doing it to you." And we're, we're like 500 miles away. <laughs> like, what do you mean yeah. we're doing it to you? We're not doing anything to you. <laughs> they're doing it to you. No, they're no, not doing it. You're to doing it, it with yeah. a dart. From 500 miles away, stick at me in my side. It's absurd. It really is absurd. But I, but I yeah. think that people are waking up in that environment. Yeah, I think they are. I, um, I think more and more people are waking up. Like, you know, when we talked in uh, Phoenix, um, uh, you know, it, it seemed like it was coming. It wasn't quite there. It was like people didn't really know this whole global agenda. You know, Klaus Schwab, the whole, the whole garbage. And uh, now, today, more people are in on it. They're like, they're more awakening. It's happening. It's just not happening at certain paces that we all would like it. But that's okay. There's a process. We have to earn it. Nothing is given in this world. Even our freedom, it has to, freedom is not given. It has to be earned. And, you know, that's America. So many people have given up their lives for this country. Well, I think that's the, oh, we lost him again. We lost them again. So it, uh, you know, I just want to walk through some of the things that we're dealing with, and we'll get we'll get Brendan back on here in a second. But um, just so you know, uh, Florida is taking a big step towards stripping special status from the House of Mouse when it's that's Disney uh, over parental rights opposition. In other words, um, they want us to do all of these things to our children and say, well, we we can basically become the create political jockeying of our children. And um, I think that uh, not only DeSantis, but many of the people in Florida are like, no, we, we, we've had enough. Um, I'm going to take this time real quick and do a, a read for one of our ad sponsors, um, IP Vanish. If you're tired of feeling like someone's always watching you on the Internet, maybe advertisers know a little bit too much about you and you're concerned about the privacy or identity. Using incognito mode won't always solve the problem either. IP Vanish VPN is here to protect your right to privacy and help you stay anonymous online. Um, IP Vanish... Uh, it helps you safely browse the internet without exposing your private details to third parties such as hackers, your ISP, or advertisers. You can use it on your on your um, computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. When you use IPVanish, all of your data is encrypted. This means your private details, passwords, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location is hidden. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off your yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Just like That's just like getting nine months for free. Um, it's easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button. You're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you watch, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back with a brand that is rated 4.6 out of 5 at Trustpilot. Go to ipvanish.com slash daily and use the promo code daily and claim your 70% savings. We got it back. Okay, we got it back. We got you back. Sorry sorry to break up with you there a little bit. I mean, it's, no. I think it's because you're, you're hanging out in God's country. Yeah, it's beautiful out here. California is beautiful. It's such a beautiful. It's worth fighting for. Every ounce of it is beautiful. So, is uh, running for office in your future? Um, I don't think so. Um, I, 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 you know, I don't know. I just never, ever thought of that. Um, just like you know. Do you think it's been on your podcast? I mean, we don't know, right? It seems like we just get steered properly uh, to certain areas, right? Well, I think that, and this is, um, the reason why I bring that up is because I've been having really big conversations with people all over the country on a a very private, um, in a private way. And I've talked to guys that are, frankly, are worth three, four hundred million dollars. And they're like, Joe, we just love what you're doing. And, you know, we're doing all this great stuff here. And I'm trying to support these groups. And I go, great, why don't you run for office? And I go, oh, I can't run for office. I said, I'm challenging you to run for office. Because if all of us that are, that are unselfish or, or, you know, can do things to help our communities and show our service to our fellow Americans, and we have the means to do it, we should run. We, we, we should collectively stand together and, and run against this evil and run them out of town. Because, because frankly... You don't need to do it. 
Yeah, no, I, 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 I totally hear what you're saying. I just never thought of myself of a politician, but I guess what is a politician? We know the current type of politician, right? We've all seen work. them. It doesn't work, and we need to come from a different avenue for sure. Um, you know, now you put a thought in my head, so I thank you for that. I, th I think that running for office is a great service and a great honor to fellow Americans. And I think that if we state, if we, and it's the stigmatism of politicians, it's why people don't want to become lawyers. <laughs> it's like lawyers that get their law degree don't want to be lawyers. They're like, I don't want to be a lawyer. They want to bury me at the bottom of the ocean with a bunch of other lawyers. I don't want to be there. <laughs> right? <laughs> I have a friend of mine that owns a bunch of dealerships. He goes, I never wanted to be a car salesman. I said, but now that I'm here, I own a $300 million enterprise. And I'm like, good wow. for you. So yeah. I, I think that we have to redefine what, what it is to be a politician. And we have to take politician out of it and say that I am, I am, I am a public servant. I'm a servant that serves at the, at the will of the people. And then go back to the exactly. community and literally find out what they need. Yeah. And, and that's true, right? We have to redefine that term. And I think you're right. You hit the nail on the head. The stigma that comes with the word politician. But you're right. We are a service of the community, correct? We represent the people... And uh, they sent the certain person there to do their what they want done. And um, I, I think uh, I'm gonna have a nice conversation with my lovely wife and see where it goes. Hey, now you have to talk to your wife. I know I talked to yeah. mine, and my wife's like this. Now we all because, talk to our wife. Yeah, we all. Oh yeah. We all do. Oh yeah. We, we we know how the we know where the bread is buttered. We know how it's buttered, right? We know it doesn't get buttered if we don't go and ask for the butter. <laughs> You have you have to work at it, and that, you know it's all good. I love my wife. Been with her for twenty five years. It's 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 a blessing to me. So I'm very thankful to have her in my life. Very well, I tell you, I'm twenty years on my side. Good for you, see all, that, but it, you can't. It's hard to find. Is it not? I can ask you. It's hard yeah, to find. Very. that right. Yeah, and when, I, when you someone asks your wife when you when how long you've been married, they get the you get the old what you've been together that long what right? Are you serious? No, come on. Oh. Yeah, like, come yeah. on, get out. Yeah. yeah, and they're like, well, I mean, how do you make it work? Well, she's like my best friend, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. How, best friend. I know how the butter the butter goes on the bread. I just ask for the butter when I want it. <laughs> and Mr. Producer's over here <laughs> laughing his butt off because he's like, I know his wife. He absolutely knows where the butter is, how the butter is on the bread. Uh, <laughs> but my wife's so been a blessing funny. to me, right? She's been a huge blessing. So, so what? Um, you know, are you are you supporting other candidates there? Are you starting organizations? I know you brought Seth Keschel out um, to your yeah, area. Yeah, we brought. So when um, uh, Reawakening Tour was here in, in the San Diego area, and during that we were we were moving residences. Um, and then as soon as the uh, reawakening was done, Seth came out. Guys, I know that if you're listening to the audio version, we keep losing uh, Brendan um, Witt and, uh, on, the, on here because of his internet connections. So we're going to bring him right back in uh, when it starts to break up because it's just uncomfortable to hear some of his, the audio when it starts to break up. So he's going to bring him back on. So let me know when he gets back on. But in the meantime, I'll read our last sponsor for the show, and that's Liberty Cigars. And I keep this now next to me. There's no cigars left in it because the guys have all smoked them. But if you get a chance to go to Liberty Cigars and get this um, collection, this is the uh, early Republic series, and it mirrors the personalities of the six uh, presidents. So George Washington, John Adams, John Thomas Jefferson, James Madison, James Monroe, and John Quincy Adams. You can get 17.76% off. Um, if you go to LibertyCigars.com and use coupon code LIBERTY, go to LibertyCigars.com. Pretty good cigars. Thanks, guys, for smoking them all. How dare you? Do we, do we, do we have Brendan back yet? Ah, you're yeah. back. Sorry. It's okay. That's all right. I, I just explained to everyone That's that your that. internet's down because, you know, it's it's run by a bunch of commies and they know that you're yeah. on here. So Deep state. Yeah. Deep state. Yeah, a bunch of, yeah, total deep state. Swamp. Total. Yeah, whatever. It is what it is. We, we just persevere through it. It's all good. And we smile through it. Yeah. We, we smile through great. it. And then yeah, if great. They, and if they step to you, just hit them with a cocky stick. Oh, no. Yeah. You drop the nah, gloves. Or, yeah, a little elbow. Yeah. A little elbow. 
So you were talking about bringing <laughs> Absolutely. The, <laughs> carry around a stick, grab a broomstick. It doesn't matter. I can cross check with anything. Light pole. Um, so you brought Seth Keschel out. I think that's when we got disconnected. Yeah. So I brought him out here, and uh, I think the community uh, responded really well. They have an event here on the 30th. I think some candidates are running. I'm going to go check it out. Uh, I have to figure out who's it, – it's for some new seats are up. Um, we have a new sheriff coming up in, in the fall here. Um, so we're just trying to get the proper people. I think it's too late actually for me to file for anything. I, I don't know politics very well and on the yeah. deadlines and stuff. Um, that's just, that's not who I am. I have to learn that, but, um, we want to make sure we're supporting the proper candidates that are coming. Um, like Jonathan Peck, um, constitutional sheriff. And I think because at the end of the day with this whole pandemic, pandemic garbage, it's the sheriffs that can stop it all. I always, I always tell people and they look at me, well, what do you mean sheriff? And I'm like, well, who ran the wild west? Sheriff. It's the sheriff. Sheriffs did everything. Sheriffs held the communities accountable. And I go, our sheriffs aren't doing anything. So that just shows you, you know, where this is stemming from a lot of some corruption, not the law and order is being enforced. I know in San Diego County that the crime has gone up 21%. And they're, they're trying to get another uh, lack lawless uh, sheriff put in. You know, that's the liberal left agenda here in San Diego County. So are, are you seeing that, are you having conversations with people that are left-leaning that are saying, hey, listen, I, 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 I'm, I'm a blue-blood liberal, right? So they're, they're, you know, they're what I would consider conservative these days. Um, and that, that, that the party has left them behind. Are you having those conversations with people around you that said that, that are identify one way but are... are... Yeah, I, I've talked to a lot of people that have been like uh, Democrats long life, but the party just morphed into something that they don't believe in. Um, you have those people, but then you just got people that just have, you know, Trump syndrome, you know, during syndrome, orange man, bad. And I'm like, I didn't like the way he talked. And I'm like, yeah, but his policies worked. He was America first, you know, who cares how he talked? Yeah, he was tough, rough around the edges, but that's good. That's what we needed. You know, we didn't need someone that was soft spoken. We need someone that fought for American workers in, in the middle class. And I think everyone can agree at the time that uh, President Trump was in, uh, everyone was doing well. Lower class was doing well. Middle class was doing well. Everyone was succeeding. That's why I don't buy that. Um, you know, th this clown that's in the um, the White House right now is the real guy. I mean, especially after seeing the data and stuff. And I've seen not just Seth. I've seen uh, uh, Mr. Lindell's stuff uh, in San Antonio, and even in Anaheim when he came here. Um, and then I've seen Dr. Uh, Dr. Uh, Frank presentation in San Antonio and also David Clements uh, presentation and they're all and then I also saw the the, um, the cyber symposium that uh, my, you know Mr. Wendell had up in, in South Dakota and all the data shows that you know and bravo to you to taking on uh, Dominion you know uh, you know I have to thank you for doing that Joe and and you know a lot not a lot of people wanted to, to look at that monster in and you know you have to deal with the Eric Coomers of the of the world you know who can't drive um but the data doesn't lie <laughs> yeah and the data doesn't lie because just look at the data it's it's not a little cheating it's a lot of cheating well and, and like now the, now you have the now you have them admitting that the their fraud is there but what they're saying is is that it was mules that did it so it's not in the machines so they're they're trying to reset the expectation that it's not in the machines we've proven the machines are fraudulent all over the country, Wisconsin, Nevada, right, Georgia, uh, Cal California, um, Colorado, Utah, Michigan, yeah. Michigan yeah, Pennsylvania. We know that the machines are fraud. We know that they're rife with fraud. We're not saying that there wasn't mules. But, yeah. but, they're, but they're trying to run away and say that, that this is disinformation or that these are conspiracy theorists. And frankly, I think the only way to handle it, and, and, I've, and I've, I've floated this back and forth, is to start suing them. I mean, sue them and say, look, you slandered me and said this is disinformation. Let me show you the information. So we're exploring that now. We, we think that we can sue 
collectively, we think we can sue probably 40 or 50 different personalities, politicians and people and say, no, you came after and you slandered me and said that I am disinformation or I'm this right wing conspiracy theorist. And we're, we're going, let's just let's just create a lawsuit. Anyone that's ever been harmed, let's all just go directly after them and sue them for everything that they have. That, that's where that's where we're at right now. It's the lawfare side. Yeah, good, because um, they've kind of learned how to skirt the law and, and get away with this, get away with that. But at the end of the day, if we do not really fix 2020, you know, we have to fix the 2020 election. All these, these politicians are going, oh, we'll get them next year. And I'm like, no, cheating cheating. You know, you, you can't do that. It's like if I took a performance enhancement drugs when I played hockey, we got, we got tested randomly during the year. So you know. I, I want to I play something for you. This is what we think the type of fight that Americans need to have in them. So we found a video of the fight that we think Americans should have. Let's go ahead and play this really quick. started out this hockey game. Otters is just a wild, wild guy. Ooh. Oh, Ooh. Ooh. He's down. Winner <laughs> ever tattoo Otters at the end of that fight, and he's loving life, Joe. He cut him right Boom. with that last punch. There's Edwards on the shirt. <laughs> the best, the best is, uh, is here. Yeah. He's just smiling. <laughs> That's the fight that Americans need to have right there. Right there. Right there, baby. I love it. I love it. It's all good. That and you know, Mr. Rogers from Oxbow, Saskatchewan, I gotta give him a call out in case he might Ah, we lost him. Oh no. All right, we'll get him back on. So yeah, you gotta call him out. He's gonna call out um his friend that he got in a fight with. I want to know if he actually talks to him still these days. Um, and then I want to ask the question of whether or not the, the hockey has gone woke. Because he's got to be still pretty close to the hockey world. He oh, played yeah. 14 seasons there. So i gotta, I got to believe that, that he knows whether or not they are woke or not woke. Okay, so go ahead. Give your shout-out. I want to <laughs> uh, 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 Jeff Hodges, who I, was, who I was fighting there, he's from Oxbow, Saskatchewan. <laughs> so uh, he's a tough customer. So it's kind of cool fighting guys that you used to grow up watching uh, starting the league when you were young and then you end up fighting them. It's pretty good. <laughs> do, you, do you talk to any of these guys you got to fight with or does it carry over? Does that grudge carry over when you beat them? No, I've, I've always, um, I've always was like, it's just business. Uh, a lot of my, I didn't have a lot of, I don't have a lot of, uh, teammates I keep in touch with because they would always go, well, if I get traded or play another team, you know, what are you going to do to me? I go, I'm just going to pound your head in and that's just business. <laughs> <laughs> you want the business side of the hand right. the gloves come yeah, yeah. off here we go well, not just not just that but you know you know i was i was you know i used to hit guys pretty hard and, and be tough defensive defenseman that was my role so if you were a top offensive guy that night i would chirp in your ear talk trash you know little stabs in the back of your knees and maybe step on your skate and cut your skate blade your skate laces you know just like you know, within the rules, right? Just I always bent them. You know, it's just no break. Just bend them. <laughs> That's uh, what Americans need to do. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So, so you, have, you, so that they held grudges. Then they knew that if they got traded to a different team, they, it would be not grudges, but they would they would not want to be your friend for that reason. Yeah, um, po possibly, or just I kind of stand office. Like to be honest, like. During the season, you're with the guys more than you're with your family. And when I had time to be with my family, I was with my family. Um, you play, you know, 82 games a year. You've gone half of them. You're a ghost at the home games because you got pregame skate and this and that. Um, so, you know, I'm very lucky my wife uh, dealt with my, you know, that schedule. And, you know, because it's hard being married to a pro athlete. Uh, you know, it's a grind and um, you have to have commitment and to make time for each other. And, you know, and each his own, you know, I like spending time with my best friend all the time. It's all good. Man, that, that is a testament of character. That is a testament of who you are. So, so who, who do you keep in contact with? It was your 
old teammates? Teammates? Um, my one of my trainers uh, for the New York Islanders. Uh, he just he just did his two thousands NHL game. Uh, so I said a shout out to him the other day, um, but not too many people, Joe. I, I've been kind of very private my whole life, um, just who I am. Uh, I just I like I like playing hockey and getting that out, and then you know I like to go home with my family and hang out with my kids at the time when they were little and, and be there because I knew I was gone all the time. But I don't really keep in contact with anyone in the league. I kind of I didn't want to coach. I didn't want to scout. I just kind of stepped out of that that whole world. You know the sports world, so yeah, kind of just just uh, got a ranch in Montana and, and hung out there for a while, and that was beautiful in God's country up there, and you know, meet meet some good people, so it's good. Well, I tell it's you, good. it's it's funny you say that because I'm an introvert, not an extrovert, and I was a yeah. tech CEO for a decade, and um, I would go to events in the tech world, and I would shake hands with people, but I got in a room with a lot of people. I was always saying to myself, and, and my wife would say, you want to leave, don't you? And I'd be there 10 minutes. And I'm like, yeah, I got to get out of here. And my wife always knew. She just knew that I want to go home. And yeah. then when all this stuff happened, I stepped out. And I'm doing podcasting, right? Which I, you know, th this is great because we're actually talking about things that help our country. But I still don't, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm a very private person. I don't, I love hanging out with my wife. I love hanging out with my kids. But I'm not much of the, the socialite as I leave yeah. here today to go to a nonprofit event tonight and speak. <laughs> so I, I, guess I say that because my life changed. I just literally did a 180. And um, yeah. I've been put in probably the most uncomfortable situation ever of leading. And I, I think that, I mean, I guess I, that's why I asked you if you run for politics because you, it'd be something you don't want to do. And yeah, no, and, and I mean, the fact that, you know, how we met and, you know, you were speaking and, I, you know, I was always on the side speaking, a, a, you know, a little bit. And then I got to speak by myself uh, and said, you know, it's nerve wracking. I've never, I'm okay doing something physical uh, or ice hockey and a bunch of 20,000 people, like no problem, because you forget that there, it, it's different when you public speak and, um, I'm going to be honest, it, it scared me. It, it, I was like, whoa, but I still did it because I, I was always told if you keep doing it, eventually it becomes a normal, a normal thing, like anything, yeah. a normal thing. And uh, it's confidence. And um, I get why public speaking is hard. I mean, it's hard. It, it, it's, there's so many things going on before you go out, while you're on stage, you know. Um, you know, I, I got a flipper in, I don't want to make sure I, I don't say well, you know, I don't, I don't, I can try to speak well and, you know, that those things kind of mess with you and, you know, it's all in confidence and, and persevering. And, so and I just want hard. you to know, last time you were going to go up, I was going to say, let's go Brendan. And oh, I know, right? We got so much say, trouble. Let's go Brandon. <laughs> we got so much trouble. And I was like. They didn't mean it that way. It goes, and I thought, you know, it's all, and I thought, God made it happen. It's all good. It's, it was nothing wrong with it, I thought. And, uh, ah, lost him again. Yeah, so just so you know, we were at a Reawaken America tour event, and uh, we said, let's go, Brendan, as in Brendan Witt. And, uh, and the crowd went wild. Raw, let's go, Brandon. And you weren't supposed to say it. So there was a fine if anybody used that term in the church. So I had to go back and talk. And, to, you know, that Clay had to go back and talk to the church and say, hey, that's not what happened. This is what happened. Uh, but, of course, the radical left wanted to turn it against us. That it's not very Christian. Go ahead. Bring him back on. All right. Yeah. So that, that was probably the best, by the way. That was awesome. It was amazing. And you, you got a standing ovation. Yeah, yeah, it was. They got. It felt like a hockey hockey game. Totally, it was the whole chant, no, the whole thing, no. Burr, burr, let's go, Brandon. Oh, it it was actually a highlight. I mean, it was definitely it was fun. It gave people well, a little bit of levity. Yeah, I mean, it triggered people. It got. I guess they've wiped it off the internet pretty quick. It triggered a bunch of people. So. And and you know what it's it's the it's the radical left that are just trying to suppress and stop authenticity and I I want to call it that it's authenticity and I think that's the thing that we miss is can we be honest can we be open? Well, yeah, and I, I think 
everyone doesn't want their ego to get hurt and rather than talk you should be talking from your heart and um, you know especially with this all this whole global agenda you know we're all on this earth together you know and I, I want to get along with everybody but you know you start pushing poison on kids and you know telling poor children they're gonna kill their grandma and grandpa that's psychological damage you know um, and teaching them you know the CRT garbage and it has no business being taught to young children it's wrong on so many levels and I'm really surprised that it's being rammed down everyone's throat and, and people are like oh okay not a big deal you know it's not a big deal and I'm like wait a minute the fact that they have you know transgender people or transsexuals doing kindergarten time um, that's that's big time wrong like like and, my and kids are small I, don't, I think I might be in jail for doing something really bad if my kids were young I don't think I would have tolerated it. And and I think that's the that's the fact that it's not something to be tolerated, right? And they're I don't know if you heard about this, but they're trying to bring uh, the Church of Satan uh, club to schools in Pennsylvania right now, and um, and we can't pray in school, we can't have Bible study in school. So what makes you think that they can bring in the Church of Satan to school? So it's it's it truly is evil in our society. It is. It is, it's evil on so many levels, um, and I always look at people like, turn off your regular TV because they're all lying to you, and they're all in on it, and it's, my dad called it the idiot box for a reason, um, and, and do your own searching. I mean, it seems now the conspiracy theorists are the truth tellers in this whole thing, you know, it, 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 and, you know, this whole fake narrative of what they've tried to push the American people and the world to do. Um, you know, first of all, it's not journalism, you know, no, it's, pro no, it's, it's propaganda, it's propaganda. The Nazis did it back in the day. Repeat a lie, 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 it becomes truth. You know, you can, you can look it up yourself. Um, you know, it's, it's wrong on so many levels, but, and I, and I also get the question like, oh, it would never happen here in America. And I look at them and, and I don't know, it's because I didn't grow up here, Joe, um, it is, uh, why wouldn't it happen here? This is the perfect place for it to come hide and creep in and creep around and all of a sudden, bam, take out everything. Of course it would come here. That's what you have to fight for. Well, and I you think know, it's, that, a, it's a way of... Wait, I, I'm sorry. I I, no, I think that this is the place. I mean, it, this is where I would hang out if I was a devil's playground because this is the this is the most exceptional, most giving country in the entire globe, right? We, we've literally supported nations across the across the world. So I'll give you the last, we're out of time, but I'll give you the last, uh, last word. Um, thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. Um, Apollo, I know I haven't talked to you very much, but thank you, uh, for, uh, reach, you know, reaching out and we talked, um, and just, we're all in this together. Um, you know, love and grace, right? You know, we all have to show each other, but you know, also stand up for what's right. And, um, you know, law and order is a big thing of, of, of why America is America. And uh, we need to stand for each other. And, you know, if you see something wrong going on in schools and stuff, go, go push on your people that have been elected in. That's what we're supposed to do. This is how the system works. You have to get involved in your community. You know, and I get it. Some people don't want to speak. And just attend. Be there. See what's going on. You know, partake in it. Be curious. So. So before you leave, we got one more um, American Values uh, show. Yes, we show. do. <laughs> yes, we do. So we, we're going to play oh, one more just because yeah, I think it's can't great. Wait. It's another can't one wait. of your, another one of your uh, bouts. Here we go. And Barnaby came in there swinging, and he lands a couple of rights in tight. Oh, he got a good left too. You could tell he wanted to get a part of whip because oh, he just was, strips uh, his helmet. Oh, a couple of good left hands from Matthew Barnaby. Oh, no. Wait, here it goes. It turns right here. Talk about being able to switch hands. There's the value of it right there. Oh, Barnaby just messing with a roundhouse left. If that had connected. Oh. And Witt coming back with, oh, a, he goes. Misses with a roundhouse Bam. left. Pretty good battle here. Well, you talk about taking a lot out of players that well. Yes. <laughs> yes. You got him.
little rocky. That's a great fight. Awesome. All right, Brendan, great. Hey, it's great to have you on. God bless you. God bless your family. Um, God bless you. And uh, I look, I'll, I'll reach out to you later on next week when I get back from bear hunting. We'll get you back on. We got a, a couple panels. God bless you guys, too. I love you guys. You guys are awesome. Bye. Brendan Witt, American League hockey player for the NHL, National Hockey League. And an absolute gem yeah. for everyone listening. And one like of the best sweetest people, people on earth. Yeah. One of the nicest people you're going to find. So for those of you just joining us, I know that uh, Verizon was down and we had lots of people that were trying to get in. We, I got a, a, about 900 emails. Go back and listen to this. It was a special on Brendan Witt on American Values, Erosion, Freedom. I asked him a bunch of questions just to get to know him a little bit. He's an exceptional man who has served his family and after 14 years in the NHL just walked away from it and, and uh, decided he just wanted to be with his family, which is exceptional. Um, I think that we are on uh, Frank's Beach. I didn't see us on the thing, so we'll, we'll see when they actually air it. It was freezing when I was checking while we were live. I don't know if we were, if we were that full hour or not. Yeah, no, it, it wasn't. So we'll we'll figure out why and and what we're doing to get back on there. So I'm sorry that um, I'll say I'm sorry to everyone else. Cause I thought we were we were alive, but we weren't. So I guess we'll get it done tomorrow. I was we were supposed to be. I was talking to Mike earlier. All right. So uh, that's it for this episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. Um, if you like us, please follow us on Rumble. Go back and watch this if you're just joining us. I know some of you got came in at five o'clock and were like, "What's up? Like, what are you guys doing?" <laughs> um, I know that they'll reset the the uh, Frank speech. I know it'll be on the channel sometime later on today um, as well. Um, but also, if you want to listen to us live, you can go to conservative-daily.com, Rumble, DLive, Cloud Hub, and Frank speech. Um, obviously, we'll be live on Frank speech here in a little bit. Um, if you want to listen to us on the audio version, you go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, and Audible. And uh, if you do, go to, give us a five-star review. And if you need a reminder when we go live, you can hit the, the uh, go to uh, text FREEDOM to 89517. Um, I want to stop here for a minute because we're going to say a little prayer um, because I, I want to end every episode with a prayer. And, and by uh, the way, it is Brendan's wife's birthday today. Oh, shout. Is Brendan's wife's birthday? Yes, it is. So well, we're going to say a little prayer for her. Absolutely. So, yeah, we're going to pray for uh, the Witt family. Father God, thank you for this opportunity we have to have this podcast and to have the ability to reach so many people. Thank you for those that listen to the show and are touched by the show, and thank you for those that support it. Father, thank you for uh, Brendan Witt and his family, and thank you for uh, the sacrifice that I think he's going to step into, and, and uh, just, I'm just thankful for his spirit and for the leadership that, that he gives to those in um, his community and around the country. Father, please uh, bless the Witt family and bless Brennan's wife on her birthday, um, that they may uh, enjoy each other and just uh, cherish the 25 years they have and, and understand the blessings that you've given them over that time. Father, please bless those that are listening and uh, that we may go about our day and we may honor you, Father. Um, help us that we may, we may do the things that push towards returning you to our community. Father, we, we know that we're facing a huge battle. We also know how it ends. So give us the strength to not only have faith, but to act in that faith. And I say these things humbly in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. All right. So, happy birthday, Mrs. Witt. Your husband is a badass. And if anybody's wondering, Jesus was a badass too. Okay, so uh, with that said, what was the last part of this that I have to do? five-star review happy birthday share this yeah. episode share this episode still yeah smash still the share. rumble button smash the rumble button and uh we've got memberships and memberships come become a member of conservative daily conservative daily podcast go to conservative-daily.com and then just hit the sign up also on the fec united side go be a member at 60 dollars a year and that is where we're really starting to build density den they're trying to build density across the country of just like-minded people that when things do go bad you have the ability to stand together we also have an app at Commission. They have an app at commission.global. Um, I can actually say this as a we because I founded FEC United. I don't get paid from FEC United. I don't get paid from Conservative Daily. 
Um, I do this um, every day, twice a day, prepare for this so that I can speak to you and so that we can win this fight together. So I stand shoulder to shoulder with you. What they do to one of us, they do to all of us. And I'm always going to be here for you. God bless you all. And I will see you tomorrow morning.